Hello, everybody. Joe Federico here, your host of Quick Quippy Marketing. Today's special guest is Shy Blakeman. Hailing from Texas, Shy is a former country artist and music industry executive turned stand-up comedian. Always searching for a creative spark, Shy has journeyed to hundreds of destinations, observing life as it happens, portraying it in his art form. Please join me in welcoming Shy Blakeman to the show. Hello, Shy. Welcome to Quick Quippy Marketing. How are you? Good, Joseph. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good, thanks. How are you doing with uh, COVID? Are you staying safe? I'm trying not to go full-time Hanks and Castaway, brother. Good, man. So thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I know that you know we have we had connected many years ago i believe maybe on myspace it's been that long and i have to oh, wow. tie into the marketing i know it's been a, i don't even know what myspace is anymore um <laughs> but i wanted to thank you again um tie back into the marketing we met many years ago when you were um a musician so give us you know the audience a little bit about what you're you know what you had done and how you evolved uh currently uh, well, uh, when I was oh, 22, 23 years old, about the time MySpace was just getting popular, uh, <laughs> I was a Texas country artist, uh, and I toured and put out independent albums in, in Texas for a couple of years, and then I had the opportunity to uh, go on a show called Nashville Star, which was uh, basically a country version of American Idol, and from that show, I ended up uh, moving to Nashville, signing with a label, um, doing the whole artist development thing and continued touring uh, with acts like, uh, you know, Bob Seeger. I've worked with Miranda Lambert, uh, Big and Rich, Gretchen Wilson. That's Ninja amazing. Mafia, Cowboy Troy. That's amazing, Shy. Uh, Luke Bryan, uh, Brett Young, so on and so on and so on. Uh, and then about 2012, uh, I decided that you know, I needed a break. I was getting frazzled and I moved to the Caribbean, uh, for a little while. And when I came back, I realized that, uh, I was, I was finished with music, but I wasn't finished with the creative part. And then that's when I went into the business side of things and became a creative consultant and, uh, uh helped artists with their branding and their, and their direction, uh, of who they are and, and what their product was going to be. And I did that for five years. Uh, and I also did a lot of photography work on the road with artists. Uh, and it was time for me to take a break again. I just wasn't finding my inspiration. I'm a very, I'm a creative at heart. Like I was born to create. That's like whether, you know, it's videos or music or just doodling or writing songs or whatever it is, I like, I need to create. Uh, so I decided that, uh, you know, my new path would be stand-up comedy and that's that's what i'm doing now so so a very uh, eventual long but you finally found yourself you're like currently doing comedy right so um how was that giving you a creative outlet during this uh, covid19 outbreak shy uh, well i mean i think it's giving me a creative outlet kind of like anything i mean the great thing about comedy is there's not a lot when it comes to production, basically you need to have an idea and opinion about that idea 
or excuse me, a topic, then an opinion, a strong opinion about that topic. Of course. And then you just got to like figure out what it is that you want to say and then video yourself saying it and put it out on social media. Can you break down a little bit about, you know, other people perhaps in your boat right now that are not able to go out, but are able to utilize technology like social media you had just mentioned, give us maybe a step-by-step breakdown of what a typical production looks like while you're at home, if possible. Uh, for, for my comment. Yes. Yep. Uh, well, it, first it starts off, uh, you know, it's a lot of writing, a lot of writing. So I'll get an idea. Uh, you know, um, well, I just finished this piece about, it was, a. Uh, response to a, a gentleman who asked what Lincoln would think about Republicans and their love affair with the Confederate flag. Well, for me, that's, that's, you know, he had a strong opinion and, and I had a stronger opinion in response, but, you know, first I had to flesh out what that opinion is. So first the topic politics, secondly, what's the subtopic, which would be, you know, the, the, the rebel flag or the Confederate flag. And what is my opinion about that? And then you kind of basically just go, okay, now I've got an opinion. And then you just kind of just word vomit on a page, right? It's almost kind of like a rough draft, but you're not really trying to let it go. And you're not trying to uh, focus. You're not trying to make a point. You're just trying to, okay, what are all my thoughts about this, right. about this subject? And then you just kind of word vomit. And then you let it sit for a day. And then you go back the next day and you look at it and go, okay, I made a good point here made a good point here and you don't even like in my particular process during this kind this this first step is i don't even i'm not worried about spelling i'm not worried about punctuation i i just try to get through it as fast as i can and i feel like okay i think i've kind of got everything out of my system about what i think about this subject and then i just shut it down i don't even like go back and reread it then i go back the next day and i kind of sift through all everything I just spit out on that page and go, okay, you know what? I really feel good about this. And I made a good point here. And you take all those sections out and then that kind of becomes your rough draft. And then you pop that into your rough draft and you try to make that all cohesive. You try to make your points where you want to make them uh, and make it feel right. And then you keep doing that. You put it down and then two or three days or a day later, you go back and you read your first draft and then your second draft and, by your third draft, you kind of spit it out to some people you trust and go, okay, what are your thoughts on this? You know, are, are, are there funny parts in here? Are there joke beats? Are there and, and opinion pieces and opinion response pieces are a little bit different because you're, there's more opinion than just spitting out jokes, right? But you need the jokes to emphasize your point and then also, but also make it entertaining. And then once you've got that down, once you have your draft and you feel your third draft, your final draft, and you feel great about it, then it's a matter of uh, putting that on camera and you can't just read it on camera. You also have to express that emotion or that, that the attitude through your words, right? Because if I just sat there and was like, so this and this and this and this happened and blah, 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 blah. No, I mean, you need to be a little bit animated. You need dynamics in your voice and go up and down so you can lead the, the listener and the watcher on and i'm sure with with podcasting you know that as well absolutely absolutely there's you got to express that so then you video it and then edit it and then uh stick it up and see what happens so that's kind of the process um sometimes like that one yesterday i did i kind of spit out in one day because it was uh 
it was Sunday and I really didn't have anything else going right. on. And I was doing it mainly for uh, TikTok. And because TikTok is only one minute, there it's not like there was I could do a five minute uh, response. I had to do it in less than a minute. So I had to like really break it down to my top three uh, bullet points and and express everything I wanted to express in that one minute. So there's a lot of work that goes into just one recording, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, in comedy specifically, I mean, and you know, this is with like, I'm sure this same with podcasting, you got to figure out what's your subject going to be? What are you going to what are you going to want to talk about? What's the message you're trying to say? Like in comedy, the message is called the subcontext or the sub subtext. And you you never want it to be overt. You want your your audience to put A and B together to equal C, right? So there's like this whole underlying thing. So 90, I'd say 99% of the work in, in comedy is thinking, pondering, observing, and then writing, and then figuring out how to communicate it in a way that people get, but also find humor. Awesome, man. So what do you like, or what do you prefer better? Do you prefer the life of a musician or the life currently that you are living and you're doing extremely great things with, with comedy? Uh, you know, the weird thing is, is like, they're both really, really sim similar. I mean, you know, I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not having, I think I kind of like this more because, uh, when I'm, when I'm traveling and touring, it's just me. I'm not having to worry about picking up five guys, getting them in a van or a bus. You know, it's, it's me. I'm not having to worry about rehearsals. I'm not having to worry about like when I write a new song, I got to teach it to five other guys and then we got to rehearse it. And then yada, 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 yada. It's, it's just like, I have an idea and, you know, writing a bit or, or a joke is like writing a song. And once it's written, I can just put it out there and I kind of know it by heart because it's, these are, these are my inner thoughts. And in music, it's the same way writers write their inner thoughts and their feelings. Right. But there's the whole structure of uh, music theory and then rhyme structure. And so it's kind of like you're taking your message and then you're trying to cram it into a box to make it fit what people think a song should be with comedy. You're just speaking what you feel and of think. Course. There, there is no box. Interesting. Right? Will we ever hear you or see you again on tour with your music? You know, probably not. Okay. Um, it was, I mean, who knows, <laughs> right? Like about every five years, I change my mind of what it is I'm doing in life. Um, I, it definitely won't be, I'll tell you this much. If you do, it definitely won't be parody music. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it won't be like an Al Yankovic or a right, right. T. Judd. I'm not going to do that. But um, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, I've, I officially retired from music in 2012, okay. like as, as being an artist and a musician. Um, and I really haven't picked up the guitar or felt the need or want to like in two there, there was like a six month period where I kind of felt a couple of years ago where I kind of felt like maybe I'd want to get back into it. But, and I did a couple songwrites and, but it was just like, meh. Uh, you know, I, it was, it was a great experience in my life and I did a lot of great things and I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, but I think the main motivation behind music for me was just being creative. And at that point in my life, it was the only way I knew how to be right. creative. 
now that I've got, you know, now that I've gotten older and I've learned about creativity and business and through different uh, facets, like, you know, photography, I'm like, I love photography. Uh, that's what I did. You know, the last three years I was in Nashville. Uh, that's, that was what I was mainly doing. I was going on tour, uh, doing photography, f- excuse me, photography for recording artists. And that, that wow. was great. And I love doing that. But then even that, like, you know, <clears throat> spending three years on the road with 15 guys and one bus, 250 days yeah. out of the year. And, you know, people think that tour buses are like huge, but I mean, they're only about 450 square feet, which is about the size of a, uh, what do they call it? One of those, the apartments with just one room. Right, you know right, right. A studio. Called? Yeah, studio. It's, it's about the size of a studio wow. apartment. Uh, imagine 12 guys sharing a studio apartment. Yeah. 12 guys. Um, give us maybe a crazy story that you have stored in your memory bank regarding one of the artists that you had worked with, like, uh, Miss Lambert, for instance, or, uh, I don't know, just kind of share something with us. Uh, you know what? I, I don't know if I have any crazy <laughs> stories that I'm legally allowed to tell you, but I will tell you this, cause this, this is a marketing podcast. It sure is. It sure is. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you the one thing that I've run across most in the, in the music world and uh, in a comedy world as well. I mean, this is weird. The comedy world, and the music world are, are very parallel because they're both artists. They both have something to say. They won't both want to be heard. Right. Uh, but most, and I especially ran into this when I was doing artist development, these, these people, and it, it's just like selling a product. It's like, I want to sell a product, but I don't know how I, I want, I want to find my sound, but I don't know how I want, you know, it's, you've got to know who you are, right? It's like, it's the basic why, what, who, where, and when you've got to know why you're doing something. What's the motivation be, behind you doing it? Whether it's you're inventing the next, new app or whether you're going to be the next country star why are you doing it what is your motivation okay uh then it is what is it for musicians and comedians specifically is who why are you doing this what is it that you want to say because if you don't know what you want to say how do you know how you're going to say it right once you figure out what it is you want to say you figure out how you want to say it and then you figure out who you want to say to and then you figure out where they're at and when you should do it. Those are the five simple questions that if you really sit down as whatever you are in any facet, like because being a comedian, being a music artist or, or, or starting a business, it's all entrepreneurship. And if you can't answer those questions, then you have no chance at, at success. And marketing is where all of that comes in. Once you've figured out the answers to all those questions you use marketing to communicate it man you just knocked it out of the park that is so true you have to plan and re-strategize and re-evolve no matter what business you're in whether you're a comedian whether you're a musician a you know a marketing strategist um a ceo i mean you know like again startup to ceo level or beyond it's all about strategizing so you nailed it on the head my friend absolutely absolutely (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and that's, yeah, it's, 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 and this also gets into branding as well. It's like, 
why do you pick one brand of toilet paper over another? Because of all the things that we just talked about. They've communicated all the Perfect. things. Right? It's not, necess- it's not necessarily the product itself. It's a piece of toilet paper. I can buy a roll of toilet paper from Walmart for, what is it, like 16 right. cents a roll? But I choose Charmin because of why the motivation behind why they're creating toilet paper who they want to sell toilet paper to they've they've given this product a whole personality in its own that i connect with exactly so we are running out of time my friend give us um our listeners and your fans um some facets where we can find you on social media or your website uh yeah uh right now uh tiktok facebook tiktok my uh Basically, every social media platform and my username is at Shy Blakeman, at S-H-Y-B-L-A-K-E. That's amazing, my friend. Thank you so much for joining us. Please stay safe and healthy. Shy will, you know, connect on social media. I will tag um, you across all my social media platforms uh, with this, you know, recording. Um, And to our listeners, please tune in next time for more quick, quippy marketing. Yeah, thanks, Joseph. Hello, everybody. Your host here, Joe Federico, with some afterthoughts of quick, quippy marketing. You just heard Shy Blakeman. He was a country musician artist turned comedian. And he shared some really important facts with us regarding how to evolve your strategy, what the persona means, and also some tips on why we should always be re-evolving our persona no matter what we do. Thank you so much. Again, this is Joe Federico with Quick Quippy Marketing. Mm-hmm.